0: Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
2: Hey, everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake up call. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com/iheart. That's lifelock.com/iheart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
1: How doers get more done.
0: Hello, 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 hello.
3: Welcome to the Naughty but Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Thursday, which means our dear friend, Mark Looper, joins us. Hey, Luffy, are you there?
4: Loopy Lou is here.
3: Loopy Loopy congratulations on your Emmy nomination, my friend. You must be buzzing. Oh,
4: thank you so much. Yeah, this is my uh, my first nomination. So. Is that tr- I am now an Emmy-nominated producer.
3: No, you could be an Emmy award-winning producer too very That's soon. True. Hey, best of luck, Mark. We're all rooting for you. Let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Tea time. So, Pete Davidson's fans are slamming Kim Kardashian for being controlling. Kim released a behind-the-scenes clip of her and Pete preparing for the Met Ball. That's the big, fancy fashion event. Kim's expertise is here. She does know fashion. Getting a lot of criticism for the Marilyn Monroe dress, but that's not the point of this story. What we're going to talk about is on the video, Kim's really controlling to Pete. Now, remember, this was not caught by a reporter on the street. This was in a hotel room. She thought this was perfectly fine to post. She's Uh particularly proud and happy of this video. They go through things, the Kardashians, very carefully. They don't post anything that they don't want you to see. So she was fine with us seeing her telling Pete to take his hat off. So she was like, take your hat off. And he was like, well, where will I put it? What what should I do with it? And she was like, hand it to an assistant. And she was like, and don't sort of lose it yet in case we need it later for some behind the scenes footage. It's all produced. Everything is so produced Uh, uh in her life. Uh This looks like just the moment of two (laughs) people getting dressed. Then she added, I'm just looking out for you. And he said, no, it's cool. And then he said, thank you, man. Sort of sarcastically. And he said, that hat has come. Caused a lot of trouble. Now fans are saying that she's really controlling. One person said, let him wear his hat. That's who he is. Another person says, it's only been five months and he's already completely Kim's accessory. This video, I don't know, Mark, I watched it a couple of times. It seemed a little passive, aggressive. Instead of telling him that she didn't like the way he looked, she was implying that it wouldn't sort of be that cool with them together. Like, there was something really passive-aggressive about it. And the fact they were clueless, Mark, Kim just was like, great, post it. What do you think?
4: Oh, man, I agree. It was very passive-aggressive. But I will say, this is history repeating itself. Because when Kim met Kanye, he did the same exact thing to her. He actually told her that she had terrible style and threw out all of her clothes. And he started to redress her. And if you remember, Rob, on The Kardashians, just a few years ago, there was a clip where they were getting ready for the Met Gala, and he flipped out about one of her outfits and yelled at her and like (gasps) ruined her day. This is very reminiscent of what has happened
3: yeah it's like learned behavior isn't it they say that we learn how to be abusive in relationships if we grow up in families that scream at each other we're probably going to go on and scream at our partners yeah. and so i want Kim to not do this kim watch this video like i know you have I've, i know you've watched it a million times once again the kardashians are really controlling they have a lot of people but kim is the boss if you work for kim Kim decides what gets posted and what doesn't. She has a real detailed eye. She's probably just looking at the dress and how she looks in it. That's probably more important to Kim than what's actually said in the video. But it's not a flattering video to post of yourself. If I spoke to Bruce like this before a big event, a big award show, and then posted the video, he would be really mad about it. He wouldn't be that happy about it. Pete hasn't said anything yet. Do you think we're going to see more of a transformation in the way Pete looks? I'm starting to feel nervous for these two as a couple because they're not
4: speaking to each other like they are in the honeymoon phase. (laughs) She's speaking to him like Kris Jenner spoke to Bruce years ago. Very, very bossy and just kind of there's no romance there.
3: There's no romance there. I don't think I could date somebody who talked to me like that. And if they did it that way, willing that easy you know this is not a one-off like i'd be like oh this doesn't feel fun and the fact that pete seems used to it pete was like okay okay no and he's so quirky so it's kind of sad to see that being taken
4: away yeah. his his uniqueness you know
3: yeah i mean like he didn't say anything about her and what she was wearing which a lot of people did hey uh, <laughs> Hey, let's figure out what you think about this. Let's do our poll of the day. Pete Davidson's fans are slamming the way Kim spoke to him and said she's being controlling. Are they right? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And it's you to check back tomorrow to hear your results. <gasps> what are you working on, Mark? Oh,
4: <laughs> we're taking a big left turn here, a really big left turn <laughs> to talk about Madonna and a 3D model of her vagina. Oh. Let me explain what's going on here. So Madonna teamed up with a non-fungible token. That's the NFT, Rob. I have
3: no idea what it is. I don't even want to know, Mark. Keep going. I don't even (laughs) have time. Not a clue.
4: Not a clue. Okay, so the NFT, they're creating the series of X-rated graphics showing her fully nude and giving birth to butterflies, insects, and trees. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just so weird. So, So the NFT collection is called mother of creation and it's being sold for charity and it includes a 3d model of madonna's vagina which is on full display in a cartoon form on the collection's not safe for work website so do not do not scroll on this website if you are at work right now <laughs> in the statement madonna said i wanted to investigate the concept of creation not only the way a child enters the world through a woman's vagina, but also the way an artist gives birth to creativity. Rob, Donna. you know, she went on to say, this is, uh, this is all conceived with a 3D scan. So someone actually took a scan of her body. So what mm-hmm. we're seeing is real. And if that wasn't enough for you, Rob, there is another work called The Mother of Evolution, which shows her giving birth to butterflies. And then a third work, which shows her giving birth <laughs> to insects. All the money goes to nonprofits. What do you think?
3: Madonna, it feels desperate. It feels so desperate now. In the past, Madonna has certainly pushed the envelope, particularly uh, sexually. Remember that book she did sex like 20 years ago where she was so naked? <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I remember we got one copy in Edinburgh. I was at school at the time, at university, and we all like put our money together to buy one copy, and it was like scandalous that we had Madonna's sex book. I was shocked at the time. So I shouldn't probably be that shocked about it. Am I being ageist? Am I being ageist? Is Madonna... Just doing what she's always done, but now she's 60, I don't like it. I don't want to be that guy. I think the difference is, is that when Madonna was so shocking in the past, she was really relevant. Right. Now she's not so relevant, and it feels like she's been shocking to become relevant. Does that make sense, that a little twist there? It does. And I think that's
4: what she did best at that time. Like when they had that book out, the sex book, she was so shocking. But when you think about the people who are relevant today, they're not doing these type type of things. They're not looking to shock people with cartoons. And uh, to your point about being an ageist, you know, Madonna's around the same age as my mom. So when I'm thinking about my mom, Doris. Don't
3: don't, 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 don't stop there. Doris. I'm going to stop there. (laughs) Do you stop right there, Doris? Don't you? Yeah, there's something about it. And I think what it is for me is that Madonna's using the the old tricks of her career yeah. to make her current career as big. They never work. It's like when the housewives try to copy Bethany Frankel's prototype. It worked for Bethany, it won't work for them. You have to constantly find new rules and so, Madonna, instead of looking back to your past, maybe look at somebody, Billie Eilish, or somebody that's really relevant today, if that's what you want to be, or even just stop. You're a a legend. Mm. You're Madonna. You don't have to do anything to be relevant. You are Madonna. But I don't think you've got anything to prove, Madonna. And this, I don't think it's a good look. Moving along, Zac Efron has said that he is interested in returning to a high school musical reboot. Could Troy Bolton be back? Oh, he was so cute in it. It has been over 15 years since the Disney Channel debuted that in 2006. It looks launched him really and Vanessa Hutchins into superstar status, didn't they? I'd never heard of these two and suddenly they were the hottest, hottest people in the world. He was asked, would you be interested in a reboot? And he said, of course. Seriously, having the opportunity in any form to go back and work with that team would be amazing. My heart is still there. I mm. do. I. My heart's still there too. <laughs> I want this to happen. The problem is, and feels a little bit Madonna-ish here, he can't go back to playing a 16, 15 year old. So now he would have to be the teacher in the school, and I don't know if I'm as into that.
4: Uh, Yeah, you know what's kind of... I'm shocked at the story. I never thought I would ever hear him say... He wanted to go back because, truly, Rob, he is the biggest star from that right.
3: franchise. He ran away from it, too. He did he not want away. any part of this. And there was a moment when he was a movie star where you couldn't even talk about High School Musical. He would, he would like, wrinkle his nose. I interviewed him, and the publicist made it clear, no questions about High School Musical. They mm-hmm. wanted to move on. Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. You know, he moved on, but no one else in that franchise did. There's <laughs> Ashley Tisdale and all them who are still hanging on. So... I'm sure when they heard the news, they are like, yes, we have a job again, you
3: know. Yeah, here's the reason that it's never really been done. If he wants to do it, I will say they'll probably do it. The problem is, though, and this is, I think, a a truth in all our lives, going back sometimes doesn't give you the same result. So when you go back somewhere, whether it be to an old friendship, an old job, an old boyfriend, an old girlfriend – Lightning doesn't often strike twice. Remember when Rosie O'Donnell brought her show back and it didn't work? No. Like, once you leave, I think you've got to try something. No, I think I might be wrong in this case, but I c- he can't go back and play the, the, the student. He'll look ridiculous. He looks like the substitute English teacher. Like, no. Which I'll take. I- <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still cute, Mark. He's still, he's he's still cute. cute. Hey, talking to cute boys, what's going on at Take Me Out? Oh
4: my goodness. Okay, so Take Me Out. Uh, so a day after the nude photo of Jesse Williams performing on the Broadway show has been circulating online, uh, the theater, the second stage theater, announced it's taking action to remove the the photo and will be adding Ooh. personnel to further enforce the theater's no phone policy. Mm. Now, Rob, you know I went to see the show in person, so I did have my phone taken away and put into yeah. a pouch you couldn't access it the entire time, which I appreciated and understood. Mm-hmm. So audience members are able to unlock their phones as they exit the theater, but this policy was of course violated when someone snuck in a recording device, and the statement theater made, they've condemned the publishing mm. and sharing of any related imaging, and they said the policy has been violated and unauthorized footage of our acting company has been posted. Mm. Taking nude pictures of anyone without their consent is highly objectionable and can have severe legal Ooh. consequences do you think?
3: Well, the minute I saw the pictures, I texted them to you, Mark. Yes. So we thoroughly enjoyed them. And then when I read this, I felt terribly guilty about this. This is right. Taking naked pictures of somebody without their consent is not right. But at mm. the same time... I wasn't in his living room or his bathroom. I didn't stalk him into a shower. He was naked on a Broadway stage. There were hundreds of people watching him. So is this a little bit more grey than that? If you're willing to stand up on a Broadway stage totally naked in front of people paying a lot of money to see you naked, Mm -hmm. is it quite the same? I I don't want to um, blur the lines here, but do you know what I mean, Mark? This is not, it's different than, than sneaking up on somebody in the gym. That's absolutely wrong. But he was on stage naked.
4: He was uh, for seven shows a week for many She's... months. But I will say, Rob, they didn't do the most to make sure this wouldn't happen. Because oh. in the theater, they check, they ask for your phone, yeah, yeah. but they didn't go through your bag. They didn't, you know, oh. go through a medical detector to see if they had any other devices. So oh, my so it's an imp-
3: honor basis. So when you walked in, they literally just said, do you have a phone? And people said yes. And they put it, what, in like a pouch?
4: A little pouch that like locks until you leave and then they how unlock How does it, it
3: lock? Do they have to physically lock it or how do they do it?
4: it's this little magnetic pin so you Done. really you physically cannot open it and they make Done. you turn your phone all the way off so in case it buzzes or does something in oh. during the performance but rob they were not looking oh, yeah. you know, yeah. deeper than this and part of me thought to myself in the world we live in as much as i want to you know imagine people are respectful if you're going to be on stage naked seven days a week and you're one of yeah. the
3: biggest TV stars yes. out there, it's going to leak. It's going to And happen. the word, the keyword there is biggest, bum, bum, bum. Like, yes, if yes. I was not a big star, I wouldn't probably take the role, but I wouldn't want those pictures out there. Now, this has done wonders for the box office, Mark. Uh-huh. I, it's gone through the roof. And it makes me a little suspicious that the day after he's nominated for a Tony, the Pictures League, this is the best Tony campaign I've ever seen. He's going to win. I mean, the picture alone is going to be amazing. He did say, too, so before we get too down on ourselves here, he has spoken about this. Andy Cohen asked him before the leaked pictures how he felt about being naked on stage, and he didn't care. He said it's a body. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure is as upset about this. I hope he's not. I know. If you've seen those pictures, good grief, Mark. Enjoy. Good grief. Selma <laughs> Blair is talking about overcoming alcoholism saying she started drinking when she was just seven years old shockingly she told people magazine i don't know if i would have survived childhood without alcoholism Hmm. it was not unusual for her to come home and before doing her homework crack open a beer Hmm. she went on to say that this obviously was not a way to live and now she's she's doing much better but she said she had just an awful, awful childhood, including a rape. She was filled with trauma. Now she's writing a memoir and she says talking about it is helping her heal. She was diagnosed with MS in 2018. Such a strong person. This is a a book I'm definitely going to read. Lots of shocking revelations, Mark.
4: Yeah, I really find her to be so inspiring. And Mm -hmm. what's kind of crazy is uh, Dave Coulier from Full House just came out with a similar revelation saying that when he was a young child, he started drinking beer around seven, eight years old, and that was part of the family's culture. And so <laughs> it was started with sips, and then it started with glasses, and then it became... The way he socialized, that's the way, the way he navigated the world. And, uh, you know, I didn't start drinking until I was in college. So I, I didn't have that <laughs> experience as a young person. So I can't imagine what it's like to already know what it feels like to to feel that way, to be drunk at a, at a very young, at <laughs> being a child. I
3: can't imagine it. I thought watching my parents drink a glass of wine was so sophisticated. Yeah. And I really wanted to be part of that world like it would make me Noel Coward. And I remember I did try it when I was about 10. Oh, it was so nasty. <laughs> I know. And then I didn't drink again. Till, um, till university, but I've certainly made up for it. We'll say no more. Hey, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Not Even I Show. I'm Rob Schumer with our dear friend Mark Lupo. Hey, Lupi, let's get to the pools. Da-da-da. Hi. Sherry Shepard is saying that she's not mad, that Wendy Williams will not be watching her new talk show. Would you be mad? Let's have a look. <gasps> 80% said they would be mad because oh. you did not need to say this. Like, I know you're not going to watch. It's fine. But you didn't need to tell the world that. No?
4: That's why we love Wendy Williams. Though, That's why you she love says Wendy. It right. like she means it.
3: You just said it. Yeah, absolutely. You just said it, and you know, because let's be clear here. Wendy just didn't announce this. She was doing an interview. Mm-hmm. And when she sat down for the interview, of course they're going to ask her that. And I'm not sure the people around Wendy prepared her for, for the questions she was going to be asked. I would imagine that the first week of Sherry's show, uh, Wendy is going to be very active on social media. <laughs> so everybody, hold on. Hey, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page, at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gozzy. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now uh, it's time for our noisiest of the day.
4: Oh, (laughs) Rob, it's Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Finally, finally. finally. (laughs) It's been a very long time. (laughs) So Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are sticking by their ally, Princess Eugene, Mm. while they visit during the Platinum Jubilee. So, Rob, now the world knows that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will be attending Queen's Platinum Jubilee weekend in early June. But now there's more details being revealed. We're told they'll be staying with Princess Eugene at Frogmore Cottage. Oh. And her husband, Jack Brooksbank, will also be there. Brooks
3: He's very handsome. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's nice. They're taking the children, Archie and Lilybird. Yep,
4: yeah, they're taking the children with them. And they're going to be there in a very safe space. They'll have hu- extra security. Everything will be...
3: I like this, you know, because walking back into that family is going to be tough. That's not going to be the most warm welcome. So to have an ally in the family makes me happy. Who would be your go-to if you had a falling out with your family? Who is the one? Is it your brother Jonathan?
4: Jonathan is like Switzerland. He's like the, the, the peacekeeper, so I would, definitely, I would definitely go for him. I think he would um, keep me safe.
3: He would keep you safe. Mine would be Christine. Sister Betty would throw me under a bus in a second. Oh. Anne would be nice, but Anne would be neutral. Christine would be the one I think I'd feel safe with. Oh, I don't know, maybe Anne. Hey, you are our nicest of the day. And now I notice the day, naughty, naughty, naughty. Uh, people are saying that Tom Cruise came onto the set of Top Gun and fired everybody. Oh. So 21 Pilots lead singer... Tyler Joseph, he did an interview uh, and he said at one point he was involved in the music for Top Gun. You want to do this because you could win an Oscar and he said I believe that Tom just came in and fired everybody. He said he saw some behind the scenes footage, they showed him some scenes, he hadn't started writing yet but this is a huge opportunity then Tom arrived, fired them all, hired Lady Gaga. Now, as the boss, Tom can do whatever he wants but he does have a reputation of being a harsh taskmasker. My problem here is, don't hire 21 pilots if you're not going to give them the gig. Be honest up front. So when I'm hiring somebody or interviewing somebody, I try to be as truthful as possible. I say, you know, I'm talking to a lot of people. This is not your gig. I'm just talking to a ton of people. Do you want to have a conversation? Don't build people's hopes up. Cause It sounds as if they thought they'd got this opportunity and then they all got fired. They had to be hired to be fired. So just be careful when you're, when you're talking to people about work. Do you agree?
4: I agree. I mean, how could we forget that time? Uh, just a few- two months ago when he flipped out during COVID and he threatened to fire the whole crew. Uh It's like, this is not the first time we've heard these kind of Uh crazy things Uh from Tom Cruise.
3: Uh Uh-huh, that's it. That's sticking in my mind. That audio of him screaming so Mm -hmm. nasty. Mm -hmm. Tommy, sit down. (laughs) Sit down. It's all good. It's going to be a blockbuster. The original song, Take My Breath Away. uh, won the Oscar. Do you remember that song? Of from: It is Oh, I love it. Sometimes it comes on if you're like in a supermarket or an elevator. Yeah. Oh, and I, I love it. <laughs> I will ride like different floors and just till the song <laughs> finishes. <laughs> Let's end with a moment of rub. You get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub. When you're kind to yourself, It makes you the type of person who is kind to others. And when you are kind to others, you develop friendships, relationships that you never dreamed possible. For a long time, I was pretty angry, and I wasn't that kind to myself. And thus, I was not that kind to other people, too. When I started to be a little bit nicer to me, Mark, Mm -hmm. I became nicer to everybody else. And now I look around, and I'm so amazed at some of the great friendships I have. And it all started, it sounds selfish, with me. Does this happen to you?
4: I mean, I was thinking about this, Rob. If Kim Kardashian was a little bit nicer to Pete Davidson, (laughs) perhaps she will get married for the fourth
3: time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and there's no more to be said on this show. That's amen. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Mark show, even though Mark gave us a visual of his mommy Doris mm-hmm. that I'm not <laughs> sure we needed. And we're a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. And remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you got to be. Nice. Take care, everybody. Peace. Peace.
0: Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry?
0: Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?